Do you think if you get solar that you won't have to have an electric bill anymore? Do you think it's an easy process? Well, we had solar panels installed recently, and I learned a lot. As a matter of fact, I wish I knew then what I know now. In this episode, I'm going to share my solar story, and I'm going to share the things I learned in the process. Hopefully, you'll learn something that may save you some time and money in the future if you're thinking about going solar on your property. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to the Prepping Positively podcast. I'm Annie, and today we're talking about the truth behind solar. So recently, we decided on our lifelong dream to go solar on our property. Now, if you've been following me either on my 15-acre homestead site or Road to Reliance, you know that we've had our share of issues with the power company and electric. From astronomical bills that actually caused our power to be shut off for one year, to very high bills and even getting shocked when touching the patio on our house, We have been through it all. Although the power company figured out eventually that there was not not only a bad meter, but also a short in the main line coming to our house, we never really recouped the thousands of dollars it cost us on incorrect power bills and repairs, especially the ones that were not our fault in the first place. So with all of that said, to us, it made perfect sense to really start looking into getting solar on our property. Now, we knew that there were two basic options. One was on the grid, and the other was solar and off the grid. Now, let me explain the two. To be truly off the grid, you have to have not only solar panels, but batteries, and an inverter on your property also. Now, there's a few more details that I won't go into about the off the grid option. However, just know that when you choose to be off the grid, the biggest expense is those batteries that you need. Those batteries would have cost us way more than we were in a position to budget for. So we therefore decided to stay on the grid and save later for those batteries. Now that meant we needed to find a solar company to provide the panels and do the installation for us, so we started searching. We found a company called MC Solar. Now let me make a note here that in the process of our installation, the company apparently was taken over by someone else, and I don't even think the name is the same now, but I'll explain more on that later. Anyway, they sent out a pair of salesmen, a husband and wife team, to speak with us. While they were at our home, they told us about all their years with the company, what to expect, how the solar installation worked, and in about 30 minutes, me and my mother were both signing loan papers and agreements. This was in July. Now, we were told within 30 days, work would commence. Come August, I got a call that the materials were being delivered, and they were, and the materials sat until September. In the meantime, we received calls that they didn't have any installers available. Then the hurricane came, so that delayed it. Then they had the installers but didn't have a ditch digger to dig a trench. Finally, almost October now, the installers showed up. One man and his two sons. First thing he told us was that the solar panels couldn't go where they planned them to be because there wouldn't be enough sun for a long enough time. Okay, so he changed the plans to move them in front of our property. I agreed, and I understood the change. However, this apparently meant changes to engineering plans, bigger wire, and longer ditches needing dug. I have patience, and I figured it made sense, so I waited. When the installers began the setting up of our ground mount panels, I was excited. 
Now, just to explain, ground mount panels means the panels are mounted on the ground instead of the roof of your house. However, shortly after starting the job, the installers realized that the company had not sent the right equipment to finish the job, nor did they send enough of what they needed. So the installer called the company, placed an order, and kept working as much as they could. The order came in a few days, however, it still did not have all the right parts. So the installers renting a machine and started digging a ditch for the wire. To us, this was at least progress. Wrong again. Apparently, the man that came out to place little flags on our property to mark the utility lines must have been new because the flags were over two feet from any lines that were actually in the ground. The trencher, however, had no problem finding them at all, and it took out the power line and a utility line for the internet. Now, mistakes happen, and we don't blame the installer at all. The problem is that we are very rural, so a cut internet line meant no phone, no TV, and no cell phone service for my 92-year-old mother. We went to the local Home Depot, bought a bunch of what we needed, and we fixed it ourselves, and the ditch digging continued. Once the ditch was dug, we found out the company had not even submitted the new plans to engineering. The new heavier gauge wire was not delivered yet, much less ordered, and work stopped. For the next two weeks, we had a 350-foot-long ditch two feet deep from one entrance gate of our property to the other. This meant the animals had to be fenced to the other side of the property, and it also meant my mom could not have access to her gate to enter her part of her property. It also meant my mom could not utilize any part of the property in fear that she might fall into the ditch. Now, through all of this, the installers were great. They did everything they could to help smooth this out for us. The company, however, nothing. No responses back for days, no return phone calls as promised. Needless to say, I was no longer patient. Finally, under some kind of grace of God, I'm thinking, materials came. At least enough to finish the job after the installer themselves bought what was not delivered and the solar system was ready for inspection. So, I thought. Now, that was late October. Here it is, December. I have 30 solar panels. My mom has eight. They're mounted to the ground. The electro wire wiring is there and it's connected to the poles. However, no inspection, so no solar. The panels are not connected to anything. The electric bill comes every month, read it under the same meter that I've always had. There are no credits for solar usage because the power company has not changed their meter yet. All because there's no been no inspection. Now, let me back up to the beginning of the story. When the sales couple came, they knew that the deed was in my mother's name, with me on in lieu of trust only. They said no problem. The company had called me and emailed me asking about the deed, and I told them the same thing. They told me it wasn't a problem. Now, after all the crap we've been through, they're saying they have a problem getting the permit because the job is in my name and the deed is in my mother's name. That means no permit was filed? Really? Apparently, if they can't get a permit in my name, that means I wouldn't get the rebate from the government. And since my mom doesn't file income tax, she wouldn't either. And if that's not enough, no one returns my calls. I get voicemails and that's it. So six months later, I still have no solar panels connected. I save nothing. There are no rebates. So I wait for an answer. And I wait. So what has all of this taught me and what would I do different? Firstly, I would have waited and budgeted for the batteries. I could have just started with our well, 
I could have bought enough batteries and solar panels and a uh, smaller inverter to hook up the well only since it uses the most power on our homestead. Then I could have added more batteries and panels as I could afford them. However, I am where I am now and I have no choice but to wait. I will tell you that apparently the company I signed with has apparently either bought out a bunch of solar companies or changed names, and there are many unhappy customers such as myself. So my advice to you is this. Number one, do your research and then do it again. Number two, make sure you stay on top of the process from the beginning all the way through the end. Number three, consider all your options. And number four, consider what the better option is for you whether it's to finance the whole thing or budget for what's necessary to start with and then slowly add to your system. I hope that hearing about my experience has taught you to at least be careful when choosing solar. Maybe my situation can save you from stress in the future. If you want to learn more about how solar is supposed to work and be hooked up, you can read the post, The Truth About Solar, found on my website at https colon forward slash forward slash road to reliance dot com forward slash truth about solar forward slash. Well, that's it for this week. I hope this helped you out and I hope it causes you less stress in the future if you plan on getting solar on your property. I'll see you next Monday.